Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Bible Brothers, the podcast where Dan and I read the Bible from front to back and have some laughs along the way. I'm Robert and Dan. I am Dan. <laughs> um, we this this is our first episode uh, during the uh, Corona outbreak. Uh, we took a few weeks off, which you won't notice because it'll come out as normal, but. We took a long break, and now we're trying to figure out the uh, how to do this on Zencaster. We're not together, and we'll see how it goes. I'm um, still in my wife's closet. Dan is in his wife's closet. I'm in um, a storage room behind a storage room, sitting on a drum chair. That we, we're recording podcasts the way we used to record podcasts, you know, before all the, that fancy equipment. This is how ancient people did it. That's right. This is how they did it in the Bible. Yes. Um, and with us today, we have a guest, our second guest ever. Um, her name is April Quio. She is, oh, you know, I should have done that the opposite. April, sorry. Let me do this one more time. Okay. I'm going to start with credit. I think that'll be like schmancier. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. She is a comedy writer uh, on the show Sunnyside and now on the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, her name, as I said a second ago, is April Quio. Okay, April. Hello. <laughs> you did amazing. Hello. Isn't this amazing? We have April has just. It, we're old friends now because we just tried to get this started three times in a row, and now this could be recording successfully. Yeah, I think we've trauma bonded from going through this, and I really appreciate that. Um, I value this experience. You did so great at saying my African name. I'm so proud. Oh. <laughs> and you are more of a podcast expert than we are, I, as I understand you. I would never claim that title. That's humiliating. <laughs> I think it's embarrassing to like be um, really good at podcasting. But yes, unfortunately, I do have two podcasts. Um, none of them are going right now because of the aforementioned pandemic but i do have two podcasts one of them is a podcast in and sponsorship in sponsorship wow <laughs> one of them is a podcast in partnership with freeform and it's this basically we interview like the actors that are on their shows and we'll have a topic of the weekend and it'll be like activism or what's another one we did like the environment or my favorite episode was we did one on money like how do you deal with money if you didn't grow up with money which was that my experience sort of how do you value it especially if you're someone who's like resentful of capitalism which i also am and so that was a fun one um so that's one of my podcasts and then my other pod my other podcast is called she's all fat and it is a body positive podcast that was my first one um that i started with a friend of mine named sophie carter Khan. she's amazing and now she runs it after season three that's when I had started writing full time. And so I took a step back from it. Um, but the first three seasons I was a co-host and we did a lot of edgy stuff about, you know, body liberation and complained about the movie Shallow Howl and stuff. Cause that was oh, very yeah. traumatic for me. Uh, Shallow Howl gets it in 2020. Thank you. Um, so anyway, yes, I do have two other podcasts, but I'm definitely not an expert. I think you guys are doing great. And uh, again, I'm very proud of you. Well, April, while you, while you may not be an expert on podcasting, I heard that you are, in fact, an expert on the Bible. 
<laughs> oh god <laughs> okay. all right <laughs> i introduced you to robert i was like we gotta have april on she knows the bible front to back i understand that you've memorized the bible and know correct. everything about it correct i memorized it i'm the number one christian that's what's going on congrats on <laughs> well, that too. thank you so much i really worked hard <laughs> dan and i have been we're on chapter 12 of i i believe hundreds of thousands and we don't know what we're doing. We don't understand much of what we're saying, um, but we're having a fun time. It, tur- we, it turns out we enjoy the Bible and the experience of reading it way more than we would have, I think, expected going into this. We thought it was going to be very, very boring. And in fact, it's kind of interesting and at sometimes funny. Is that your experience? That is my experience. But I have to say, if you're having a good time reading the Old Testament, like, so proud of you and just strap in because that new stuff, the new stuff hits. You know what I mean? Really? <laughs> yeah. The new stuff is where it gets, it gets fun because we get the character of Jesus and like, he's very sassy. He's like, it's like he's on Queer Eye. It rocks. <laughs> wow. Because we're finding uh, God, God to be very sassy. I don't know if you got that vibe. I totally get that. I mean, because even God describes himself as like, like jealous, <laughs> like <laughs> rageful, that kind of thing. So I love that he leans into it. But yeah, no, I think that when I think about reading the Bible, especially the Old Testament, usually I get overwhelmed and it seems scary and, and hard. And then if I break it into pieces, I'm like, this is actually just a really insane story. And then I try to understand what I'm looking at. So we kind of have the same process. Well, um, to remind our audience what has happened, and also us, because I think it's been a few weeks since we got into this. Uh, last we left off, people tried to create the first uh, city in Babel. God didn't like it and scattered them to the winds and made them all speak a different language. He sauntered in. Everything was going well. It was like a great city. And God decided to show up and was like, I don't like this. You know what? Everyone move away and start speaking different languages. And yeah. people were like, okay, okay, sure. Yes, sir. Yeah, God God walked in like Kramer and got a big laugh because you knew he was going to do something pretty crazy. <laughs> and he did. And then we got basically, I think, uh, two chapters in a row of just brutal lists of all of the civilizations that cropped up after that and all of the people's um, and their kind of their tribe names and what they were all about. And it just was unendurable. But we're <laughs> thinking and hoping that after a list comes a good story. So we're hopeful that we're about to enter some sweet spot uh, in the Bible. So good timing, April. Perfect. Let's do it. Okay. So if you have your Bibles out, we're on <laughs> Genesis chapter mm-hmm. 12 verse one yes of course now the lord had said unto abram get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that i will shew thee um and shew is spelled funny and i will make of thee a great nation and i will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. 
He's already so, starting with like the kind of eye for an eye stuff. Right. You know, it's like you're on my team. We're good. If anyone messes with you, I'll kill him. Yeah. He's a mafia. Mob rules. Mob rules for sure. And I don't know if we've set up exactly why God has chosen him, but let's just, but there you go. He chose him. I think the word of like the Bible or at least the old Testament in general, it seems like a lot of it is just random, but that's, part of like oh this is how god works you know you just gotta accept it what what i've always been told in church and stuff is that it's like he would pick people who he thinks would prove the best point like it's like oh i'll pick job because i think that job would trust me or i'll pick this lady because she's a slut and so yeah i wonder in this situation (laughs) (laughs) what what he thought he would get out of that's really interesting so it's not random he like knows something about abraham who I assume is Abraham, but is Abraham at some point? I think later he changes his name, but I do not quote me on that. Okay. <laughs> I know he's Abraham. Um, but interesting. So God might know something about Abram that we don't know yet. So that's exciting. Um, already April, you're just really enhancing this reading. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. So All right. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. Gotta get an age. <laughs> they love talking about knowing ages and how old everyone was. They're obsessed. Obsessed yeah. with um, people doing stuff. <laughs> um, and Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that they had gotten into Haran. What? And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. Do you Um, want um, a a slightly easier translation of that? Yeah. Uh, He took his wife, Sarai, so not Sarah yet. I wonder if she changes her name. Um, His nephew Lot and all his wealth, his livestock and all the people who had joined his household at Haran. I don't know if mm. I that. And finally arrived in Canaan. Yeah. Okay. So he's starting a country. Yeah, let's go. Let's do um, it. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sechem, unto the plain of Moreh, and the Canaanite was then in the land. Okay. I got it. I imagine that's. Is that Shechem? Shechem you, sounds that? right. Shechem sounds more Jewish. Um, could be. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting Sechem, but yeah, Shechem. Oh, is it spelled differently? Mine is spelled differently. Hmm. Sechem. Yeah, so, hey, whatever yeah, Shechem, feels right. Whatever floats your boat. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter because they seem to have passed it. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's um, true. It's not even there anymore. Yeah. Near Shechem. about it. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the, unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. 
It's cool. It's like the first temple or church. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> also, they love geography, too. So you got an old man doing things by, like, God telling him to, and then they tell you where it is. This feels like this is Bible porn, basically, for the right. <laughs> this is their favorite stuff. I mean, I think that's important, because otherwise, can you see a world where, like, Southern Christians are like, this all happened in Dallas. <laughs> like, I think they had to say the Bible, like, that's this is not where that happened. <laughs> Yeah, let's be very clear. This is not where you are. If you were in the writing sessions of the Bible and someone kept hammering home, like, you got to say where it is. We got to know where we are. I could see (laughs) myself being like, is it that important? But now looking back, I think you're right, April, that it's like people might have just started making up wherever they wanted it to be. So, you know, you got to name drop Shechem. You have to. Sure. And Abram journeyed going on still toward the south. Okay, this is... (laughs) It's like, we're following this guy, he keeps stopping and about to do something kind of interesting, and then... It's kind of the way my dad tells stories, is like, he'll really just drop the detail, and it's like, oh, it's interesting, he's remembered all this stuff, but sometimes you want to just cut to the chase. Yeah, like, you don't tell me everywhere you journeyed before you get to the fun part, just, what's the part, what's the part? Right, like where you don't have to say like I went on the cross this cross country road trip and we left from Los Angeles, then we stopped um, in Palm Springs to use the bathroom, then actually yeah. <laughs> in Arizona to get gas. Then from yeah, there just, we, we were like, okay, 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 tell me where like you were aiming to go. <laughs> um, so he's going south, and there was a famine in the land, and Abram. Okay, finally. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife. And they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Okay. Interesting. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. What a crazy thing to just bring up to your wife. I mean, it's kind of woke of him to know that that's a threat, you know? Being yeah, a woman is Here's the thing. If he's wrong, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just so you know, when we go in this place, these guys are going to want to kill me and, you know, rape you. At least he's even talking to her. I mean, she they haven't even, like, mentioned women at all since Eve. So this is exciting that there's even a... Yeah, and that she has a name. Yeah, and she has a name. Um, uh, okay, well, he's looking out for her best interest. You know, it's a rough world out there. Yeah. And Abram continues, Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. And I don't understand that, but... But if you say you are my sister, then the Egyptians will treat me well because of their interest in you, and they will spare my life. This is fascinating. Wow. This is like a little... Okay. Um, uh, like comedy okay. they're starting up here. <laughs> I like it. And it came to pass that when Abram was come into Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair. I like the it. Prince- oh, sorry. That's just that he said that she's hot. And they walked in and they were like, she's hot. You know, like you could have seen him being like, everyone's going to think you're beautiful. And he, they go into town. They're like, oh, who's this ugly woman? <laughs> but he was right. He called it. He knows how to pick them. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he has a beautiful wife. Like, you can't deny it. 
And they're doing that thing with their sunglasses where they kind of like tapping the guy next to him. And it's like, chicken, look, 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 look. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Have you seen? Hello. Hello. Ooga, ooga. Ooga, ooga. Baby. Oh, baby. There's a famine starving, but boy, am I horny. God. That's kind of the whole Bible, though. Yes. Yeah. Nothing will get you going like a famine. They're like, I know that God told me to do very specific things, but unfortunately, I'm super horny. So <laughs> there was a lot of it. <laughs> a few chapters ago, they mentioned like people getting horny for the first time. Just sort of a yeah. hide. It was like, oh, yeah. And people started to like really look at each other like, yum. Oh, yeah. They, that's like a big part of the evolution of people. Yeah. Like that yeah. hadn't happened before. Um, the princes also of Pharaoh saw her. And commended her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Wow! And he quickly. They move fast here. And he entreated Abram well for her sake. And he had sheep and oxen, and he asses and men servants and maid servants, and she asses and camels. Um, that's nice. So I guess Pharaoh's like. Hey, this hot woman's your sister. I'm going to be get in with you to be nice to get in with her. It's amazing that the, I mean, she's so, she's that good looking that like immediately the Pharaoh's like, who, who is this? Like, bring her in, bring her in. Let me see. I got donkeys. I got cattle. Like, come on, let's get a party going. She's that hot. She's that hot. Wow. Sarai. What I would do there. The Egyptians are that um, ugly. Like, we don't know what they look like. It's true. I'm surprised they didn't mention that. I mean, I guess maybe that's like what they're talking about with the famine. You know, everyone's so hungry that. And this like beautiful, healthy person comes in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to meet yeah. Pharaoh. He's going to love you. Um, and the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. Why? Oops. What? Quick plague. Just a quick little quick plague. plague. <laughs> a quick plague, very rash. It didn't even yeah, say like God noted. Like, like what specifically did she do to provoke this? Yeah. Is she so good looking? She went along with a lie. I just remember from oh. like Passover, like when he when God drops a plague, my experience is that he gives you lots of lead time. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that he's like basically listening in on this conversation with microphones. Like someone's wired. And God heard it and was like, plague, it's over. (laughs) Shut it down. Shut it down now. Plague him. Doesn't even say what the plague is. Can you plague him? What is a general plague? Like, I I thought a plague was like, oh, that's a bad thing. And here's the specifics of it. Yeah, you're plagued with something. I think it's just people start dying from something. Okay, from a plague. Yeah. Quick plague. Quick plague. I would do anything for a quick plague. We're having a long plague right now. Long plague. We are we'll in do anything. Yeah, we it's got quick to be reading the Bible during what is a plague of biblical proportions. Yep. Yep. Yeah, maybe we'll learn something from this story. That would be yeah, great. I would say definitely. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this thou that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Oh. So Okay, I'm just going to continue because we're almost done. Then we can talk. Okay. Why saidest thou she is my sister? 
so I might have taken her to me to wife? Now therefore behold thy wife, take her, and go thy way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. (laughs) So I'm getting from this that it was like kind of a weird play by Abram. (laughs) And Pharaoh is like, uh, what? Why did you do this? Like, what what are we supposed to understand from this story? You know, my initial take is I think it's about like not jumping to conclusions because it seems like what Abram's getting in trouble for is assuming that the Pharaoh would have raped his wife when the Pharaoh's like, I never said that you didn't even tell me she was your wife. Instead, you put together this weird kooky plan and now I slept with your wife. <laughs> so I think it's, I think. My initial takeaway is like, just communicate normally. (laughs) (laughs) Abram, what were you thinking? Like, what were, look what happened here. People are dying. I'm plagued. I fucked your wife. (laughs) Why did you you made me do that? Like, I would never, I'm a normal person. I would have just been like, okay, she's taken. Right. (laughs) Now we're dead. Now everyone's dead. That's a really funny, funny story. I mean, honestly, it feels like, a sitcom or something. It's like where this guy who seems so intimidating, like the Pharaoh of Egypt is like, dude, why, like, why don't you talk to me? Like bro to bro. Like, yeah, I'm a guy. Just, I get it. She's your wife. I would not have done anything. It, it's also interesting that the Bible always throws me the way they like present a case sort of that you would almost think, okay, this is an ancient book they're going to show you the good part first. Like they're going to be like, Oh, that's why you should be honest. Cause see how this honest person is rewarded, but they show someone being dishonest and how he is punished for it. Yeah. But good point. Like, it's just a little unclear. Like if he had said, was he right? Like if he had said like, that is my wife, would people have killed him? I guess we'll never know. And you have to. We'll never know. Yeah. Once again, like a story that kind of surprised me from where it ended, from where it began. Just was not, just really pulled the rug out from us. Well, want to check out uh, chapter 13? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's keep it going. Um, Okay. Chapter 13. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. From and he went. Is that from his wife? Like, did he? Did the Pharaoh let him have that stuff? I guess. Maybe the Pharaoh, because the Pharaoh gave him all that nice stuff, and maybe he said, "You can keep, like, yeah, keep the stuff. Just get out of here, man." (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, it would just make everyone more comfortable if you left. (laughs) Just really awkward right now. It just take it, have fun, get out of here. (laughs) Maybe go near Shechem. Try try out Shechem. Yeah. And he went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai. Uh, Okay. Unto the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. Okay, so he went back to his altar. And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, 
for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. Um, what? What? So that, that it's saying that the land could not support both Abram and Lot with all their flocks and herds living so close together. There were too many animals for the available pasture land. Great. Great. Got it. Set up. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite. Perizzite. Yeah, weird. It's like a parasite. 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 Dwelled then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between me, between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or, if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. This is like a children's story. Totally. Seems you know, it's like imminently reasonable. Yeah, it's like things are crowded, you know? So Abram yeah. said this, and they said, okay, I can have this space, and you can have this space. Compromise. Compromise. It's like the world compromise. Yeah. Hardly even compromise. It's just like both of us. No I love that um, in the Bible, like when something sort of goes wrong, people get hot really fast. Like they just start yelling at each other. Because, like, no one's had a discussion before about anything. (laughs) That's right. No conflict resolution has ever occurred. Yeah, this is the first time. That's why it's such an important story. Is the first person to be like, wait, 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 let's not fight. Let's just, you know, see if we can work this out. That's a great point. That's interesting. They've never, like, (laughs) talked. No. They're, like, new to talking. This is the first talking. New to talking. Um, Okay, well, let's see what Lot does. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere. Before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Ugh, spoiler. <laughs> what the heck? What? I didn't know they could do that in the Bible. Because we haven't gotten to that at all, no? Why did they have to mention that? Ugh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen like a story do that? I have. I always thought that was weird. Yeah, sometimes it'll be like, before this happened, when Jesus was 20, this happened. And it's like years before. Maybe just like you engage, like drop little little hints so you know what you're after. Like cause some action's going to come. They, maybe they know it's a little bit of a, of a boring story. Maybe. Yes. And they're like, you're going to want to stay tuned for the Sodom and Gomorrah stuff because that was crazy. Next time on the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, right in the middle of the episode. (laughs) Um, Okay, so he looks around. This is before they destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Don't know what that means, but who cares? (laughs) Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. That's fair. Okay, yeah, so far so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this seems like a nice story, so they had to throw in something spicy. You know, they had to mention, don't worry, you're going to get your Sodom and Gomorrah, but right now, you know, you need some pleasant stuff, too. Yeah, so he looks at this place, 
says, uh, oh, this is really nice. I'm, I'm fine. I'm good here. Why don't you go? And this is like eating your salad, you know, eat your vegetables. Yeah. So you can get to the steak. So Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. Okay. I think it's about to happen. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. Woo! Sodom! And the Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art, northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. Um, and why don't I just finish this off? Because we're and then we can. Yeah, the like Lord has just given him some stuff. God is saying you can take all this stuff. This is all yeah. yours, buddy. Sorry about your wife, by the way. I was kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Um, I, I'm going to give you all this land to you and your offspring as a permanent possession. And I'm going to give you so many descendants. Oh, that like dust. They cannot be counted. Uh Oh, God's getting a little crazy <laughs> in every direction and explore the new possessions I'm giving you. Then Abram moved his camp to the Oak Grove owned by Mamer. Wait, which wait, is wait I'm not there yet. Hold oh, on, I'm not there yet. Okay. I'll just speed through it because a uh, spoiler alert. Okay, I'll just go quickly. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. Wow. So, going back a little bit, mm-hmm. what happened with Lot? We kind of just left him I believe in an so. evil place. I think Lot saw some beautiful, fertile plains. And he was like, okay, like, you're going to let me just pick a place. I picked that one. Like, I'm going to be very successful over there. Yep. But we don't, yeah, we don't know. We're just kind of leaving that thread open for maybe a future story. When you say that's my Lot in life, is it because of him or that just is a different word? Hmm. Whoa. April? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. (laughs) That's a good question. That's it. That'd be cool if you did, right? Did did we discover some other like weird biblical? Oh, oh Cain, like we had some Cain stuff and seventy sevens. Um, well, there were like mm-hmm. were like some of the peoples were like the Luddites and yeah, the Luddites. and the um that it was not like the idiots. I'd like to say I feel like there's a group called the idiots, the Nimrods. Nimrod. Yeah, yeah Nimrod. Nimrod was there's there. a person Nimrod. That really or surprised I was, me. I was reading this week about like scapegoat. Like how the word scapegoat comes from the practice of like God killing a goat to represent your sins being removed. I did not. And like the goat having to to take on that as a representation of your sin having to be sacrificed in some way. Um, That's where scapegoat comes from. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. The the worst um, vape store pun name I ever saw was vape goat. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, that rocks though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the greatest of all. That actually, where is that place? I need to go. <laughs> Just here. I think it's in Los Angeles. Vape goat. 
That rocks. Yeah. <laughs> it's so lazy. <laughs> it's so lazy. Um, they don't, their, their name is biblical. They need, they don't know that. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Um, so what did we learn? This was kind of like, <laughs> I would say a bit of a, a transitory couple chapters. It was like episode five in a season. After a big thing has already happened and we're like just getting (laughs) stuff going again. We're moving a little bit, but you know, you're seeing your, some characters do some stuff, but it's not like a thrill. Laying some groundwork, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exposition. I did like that little short story about, uh, going into Egypt, it seemed also just, an, I mean, we already discussed it, but another thing is just like, you think when you kind of go into Egypt and there's a lot of setup about like when we get there, that you're just going to spend more time in Egypt. Yeah, they left pretty uh, fast. <laughs> he kind of beefs it um, immediately. to <laughs> have like a decent life in Egypt. And has... I mean, they set him up with all this nice stuff. It seems like everything's fine. He, I just, he just kind of made a mistake, and then he's like, "You have to go now." He's Here's like, okay, fine. Why did they go to Egypt? Especially when after they leave Egypt, they just instead of continuing on their path to somewhere else, they just go back to where they were. So it's like, what's your end game here? He's like, I want something bad to happen, and I think it will if we go to Egypt. <laughs> yeah, was he told to go to Egypt? No, th- this happens a lot too in the Bible, which I kind of love. It's it's very freeing that people are like, and then he did this. And you're like, why? And because I think something crazy has to happen. Like for him to look at Egypt and say, hey, just so you know, here's what I'm thinking. And to say the craziest thing as like the first line in the story. <laughs> like, God, we're going to go in Egypt. Everyone's going to want you. And then for them to just like leave the next day, kind of with their tails between their legs. Sorry about that, honey. <laughs> and from a pure like modern storytelling point of view, I'm, I, I'm a little lost in what Abram's goal is mm-hmm. and what the stakes are. He just, he's walking and this thing happened and now he's going to walk back. But what's his Again, what's he just, what's he trying to do? Unclear. It seems, I mean, I think, go ahead, April, sorry. I was just going to say, I think this is one of the times that I really wish the Bible was written by women because it's like motivations are unclear, where you are emotionally is unclear. Whereas if a woman wrote this, that would be the majority of what's going on. It's like writing about why you would make a decision like this and like what brought you to that place. This without it, it just seems yeah very random. I don't understand. Also crazy, yeah. we don't get Sarai's version of her point of view ever. Right? Like, is she mad at Abram for like? Did she agree to that plan? Obviously, she agreed to it, but was she happy about it? Like, does she regret the plan? Yeah, because it really changes the story. If she's like, "Are you sure?" I'm. I don't know. Like. I don't think this is going to be that big of a deal. And why are we going here in the first place? I just think probably the way that marriages worked at the time, it was like, he's, he's calling the shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just has to submit and be like, okay, I guess you're my brother now. And yeah, I doubt she was allowed to have a fully formed opinion. The story also might've worked a little more if 
it was like, okay, he left, I forgot Shechem or whatever. And he went to Egypt and Egypt didn't go well. So then he went to the new place and built the temple as opposed to he gets to this town, builds a temple, then for no reason goes to another town. So, you know, he could have this horrible experience with his wife and the Pharaoh. And then he goes back to that town that he already built. Sorry, I was distracted. What? <laughs> Can you do that on a podcast? Just that he might be distracted. <laughs> I mean, well, I want to know what distracted you. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, I'm in a fully black room, so I just stared into a void. Oh, wow. <laughs> From fear or... the void for a second. Stared into the void, lost my mind, and back. Um, what can you you uh, repeat that, Dan? Just that it was surprising to me that he like built a temple and was establishing himself, then went to Egypt for no reason, and then just went back to the temple. Like you could have cut the first temple scene, you know, and just like I didn't go to Egypt. That was bad. Okay, you know what? Let's just settle here. Yeah, it just makes it weirder. Yes, yeah, so it's like all right. Now we're back at this place. <laughs> Oh yeah, why yeah, did we leave in the first? Thought about Abraham, Abram is like if he is if he is the Abraham who I think he's going to be like, and I believe he's a really important kind of great character in the Bible. Just to have your first anecdote right out the gates be so um, weird and stupid is Such a like blunder. true. Blunder. I feel going to undermine my understanding of him moving forward, no matter what he does. So far, a lot of the guys have been doofuses. I mean, I think that that part of it is intentional too. So yeah, Abram, Abram definitely is a guy who becomes like father Abraham later on in the Bible. And I think that that is kind of the point is, is God is like, well, if I like the idea that he's trying to use people as an example, right? So he's like, if I could take this guy who is an idiot, who is, who assumes everyone wants to rape his wife and I could turn him into like this guy that Abraham's supposed to be like the father of nations then I think that's supposed to be inspirational to us. Like maybe he could use you, even though, you know, you might be an idiot as well to do something <laughs> incredible. Cause even like, I mean, that, that is like a through line in the Bible. Like all of the disciples are, you know, like idiots and jerks. <laughs> you like, and they're able to do a lot just because of the glory of God. Wow. That's, that's the idea way of looking at it. I like that. I love <laughs> Christianity. <laughs> the fun parts of christianity go really hard i gotta say i mean it makes sense you know like this because there are so many times where we're reading it we're like what are these guys talking about so if you give them like if you put a little faith into the writers of this thing and say well maybe they're trying to show you something it's it's pretty nice i mean i hope that people would look at my writing that way oh my yeah, gosh so grateful i know if everyone gave you like the most incredible benefit of a doubt like this doesn't fully track but you know i'm getting a different vibe from that and that's cool too mm-hmm. it's, so, <laughs> it's still important that we all read this all of dan's work <laughs> i think some people in hollywood are treated like that <laughs> like, even, even if it's not great even if the movie jack and jill is horrific adam sandler's still a god <laughs> you know that's true. You have to have faith. You have to have faith in him. Yeah. You have to say, this is funny. I Even though if, and if, I don't, if I'm not laughing, it's my fault. And sometimes God makes mistakes, but that's part of this. Is that Does God make yeah. mistakes in the Bible? Maybe. I mean, we're told he doesn't, but the New Testament is kind of him being like, okay, 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 okay. 
I want to do things differently. (laughs) That was wild. I could change. Yeah. Come on, baby. I could change. Yeah. Take me back. Evolve. I think evolve is a good word. (laughs) Well, guys, I'd say we got through our first um, tele. What? Tele. Telepodcast. Telepodcast. Thank you. And, um, you know, I think it worked mostly. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I guess um, let us know with the edits. But uh, I enjoyed it. Um, April definitely enhanced our understanding, our context of what was going on. And I think I'm going to take her lesson about God picking people, not because they're necessarily the best, but maybe specifically because they have some lesson to teach us. I think that will uh, be an interesting thought moving forward. So I, I'm grateful that she was here today. Um, Finding little Mr. Beans all around (laughs) the fertile crescent. I, April, do you have anything to uh, promote or lead uh, our listeners to uh, that? Of course. Okay. A couple places. So you should watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I had nothing to do with this current season, but uh, the people who did seem very cool. I actually have not started on that show yet because of the coronavirus pandemic. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) It's getting pushed back. But I have Zoomed with the other writers and they seem great. So watch their episodes um, on NBC and then the next day on Hulu. Um, What else? Yeah, I have two other podcasts if you want to listen to the catalogs of those. One is called A Little Forward. That's the one in partnership with Freeform. And then the other one is called She's All Fat. I was a co-host for the first three seasons, but honestly, all the seasons are great. Get into it. Um, And then can I just give like a general recommendation? Uh, Yeah, just things people would like. Sure. I think that now is an amazing time to get into Love Island. I think we have a lot of time. Love Island has truly 60 episodes per season and you have the time. And it to me has been the greatest like break from what's going on because also, so there's Love Island UK and Australia. Those are the ones that I watch. There are other ones, but I'm having so much fun, like learning about their accents and like the different idioms that they use and just like culturally how they relate to each other in terms of dating and friendship and stuff. Mm. I'm having so much fun just looking at that. And also you see groups of people together and I'm having a lot of fun just yeah. looking at that and pretending that that is uh, what's happening currently. And so if you need a little a little break and you you gobbled up Love is Blind, I think it's time to level up and do Love Island. Great. There you have it. Isn't it fun? Yeah. It's so funny to me to be missing groups of people. I feel like I've heard a few people talk about that, just like gatherings of people, that idea. You know, you've never really had to be grateful for that before. But now all of a sudden we're like, God, wouldn't it be nice to just be like in a group? It's insane. I never liked groups, and now, like, all I want to do is go to a crowded mall. I miss <laughs> that so cool. When this thing is done, the malls are going to be packed, and people are going to be thrilled. I'm going to pull up to the Century City Mall the second we are allowed to. <laughs> I'm going to park on the orange level. Wow. <laughs> when I have the time of my freaking life. Just seeing people and being near yeah. them. Being irritated by people, listening yeah. in on people's conversation, Best. passing judgment against people, and then feeling bad about it. Right. I can't wait. It sounds mm. like heaven. Mm. Heaven. Sounds good. Well, you're always welcome uh, uh, on our podcast. Um, 
If our listeners want to write in with uh, thoughts, feelings, criticisms, um, do so at, what is it, Dan? Bible Brothers Podcast at gmail.com? It sure is. Um, check out our, our newly live Patreon, which Dan has just launched, um, which uh, will be linked to in, I don't know, the Bible Brothers Instagram account. I don't. Yes. This, you're, this nailing. Is, you're nailing it. <laughs> Look at you guys. Okay, branding, go off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty professional around here, as you can see. But um, all right, well, until next Sunday, um, you know, think about the Bible. Um, stay safe, everyone. Um, watch Love Island and listen to April podcasts, and we will see you next time. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>